This episode of Proper English is brought to you by the pub quiz and the idiom Head in the Clouds. We had no idea the pub quiz was such a British thing. No, it's only through teaching on italki and living in Portugal that we've come to realise that it's not something everyone in the world is familiar with. Okay, so we knew not everywhere has pubs Mm. or even bars, but a cafe could work as the venue. Yeah, it's the quiz that confounds people. They must never have done one. No. Simply put, you get a group of friends together to form a team, other teams take part too, and you answer questions about a variety of subjects. Then the answers get marked, and the team with the most points wins. Yep, usually there's a prize, but it's rarely worth much. Not really. Maybe a free drink at the bar. Sometimes quizzes are a way to raise money for something. We used to go to the local school quiz a couple of times a year, didn't we? Yeah, we'd pay to enter the quiz, and there'd usually be a raffle too, which is another British thing with tickets and prizes. And we can talk more about that sometime. But the money raised on that evening would be donated to the school. Mm-hmm. Now, every quiz needs a host, sometimes called the quiz master or mistress. They read out the questions and usually compile them too. You've done that many times, haven't you, Dave? Oh, yeah. I really enjoy researching and writing the quiz questions and then running the quiz is usually a lot of fun. Normally, the quiz questions would be grouped by themes, such as general knowledge, TV and film, sports, (laughs) food and drink, geography, anything really. Oh, and each team has to come up with... Good phrasal verb. ...a team name. There are loads of ways to do this. They might take the initial letter of each team member's name and make up a word with it. Like Abba. Oh, they did that, didn't they? Uh, Yeah. uh, Agnetha. Benny and Bjorn. And Anna Fried. There you go. Abba. We play an online quiz with friends back in the UK, so we combine Portugal and English to call ourselves... Portuguese English. So, I thought it might be fun to do a quiz with our listeners. What? Here? In the pub? In this virtual pub, yes. (laughs) What now? Why not? Brilliant. We'll do a few short rounds just to give the feel of it. A quiz in a pub usually lasts an hour or more, but we tend to keep our podcasts to under 15 minutes. Righto. So, let's make the first round all about British food. We've talked a lot about food in previous episodes, so if you've been paying attention, you might well know the answers. Okay, let me get a pen and paper to write my answers down, and a drink as well. Oh, get a beer for me, would you? Okay. Okay, and I shall adopt my special quiz question voice. Question one. Question one. On what day of the week... Is a roast dinner traditionally served? Well, it's my favourite meal of the week, so I know this one. I should hope you do. (laughs) Question two. Question two. Which country in the United Kingdom has the haggis as a traditional food? Okay, right, yep. Keep going. Question three. Mm -hmm. Question three. What food 
do people like to eat on Shrove Tuesday? Oh, another one of my favourites, I know this one. <laughs> okay, they were good questions. Have you got another subject? I most certainly have. One of my favourite things, music. Question four. The Beatles had a hit record way back in 1967 with a song called All You Need Is... So you want me to write down the last word in the title? Yep. Okay, right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Question five. Question five. Which Adele song begins with the lyrics I heard that you're settled down? Okay, right, got it. You got that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Question six. Which very old British band played in Berlin in 1989 to celebrate a world-changing event? Mm. Okay, mm. good round. What's next? Next up, film and television. Question seven. What three numbers are the code name for the British spy James Bond? Okay, right, yep. You got that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Question eight. Sheldon, Raj, Penny and Amy are characters in which long-running American comedy series? Oh, that's a favourite. I know know this one. Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Question nine. This might be quite difficult, actually. Okay. Doctor Who is a famous British television series. And a big favourite of mine. I've watched it nearly all my life. The character, the main character of the Doctor, has been played by many actors. Can you name two of them? Any two? Any two. Right, okay. Would you like that question again? Go on, then. Question nine. Doctor Who is a famous British television series. The character of the Doctor has been played by many actors. Can you name two of them? Okay, right. And the answer to that cannot be a simple yes or no. (laughs) No, I've I've got to write down two Doctors. (laughs) Or two actors. Okay, quizzes normally have a break partway through so that people can go and get another drink and think a bit more about the difficult questions. Let's think a bit more about team names. Sometimes people will think of a pun. That's a play on words. We should have a stab at an episode on puns sometime. A stab at. Have a stab at. Another good phrasal verb there. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, doing puns won't be easy. No, no, you're not kidding. Puns are tough for learners. How about this for a team name? No idea. You mean no spelt N-O, mm-hmm. I spelt E-Y-E, mm-hmm. and dear spelt D-E-E-R. Exactly, but it sounds like... No idea. <laughs> I like that. Often people use something current. Back in the 90s when I ran a quiz, the internet boom was just happening, so teams often called themselves something.com. Alleyanddave.com or wishortofideas.com. <laughs> Nowadays, for obvious reasons, 
people are using things related to the pandemic and making up online team names like Quarantine and Tinting Quarantino. Right, quiz players, time for the general knowledge round. That's general knowledge about the United Kingdom. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eyes down, look in for your first quiz question. Question 10. What are the three colours of the Union Jack flag? Okay. What are the three colours of the Union Jack flag? Mm-hmm. Question 11. What is the name of Queen Elizabeth II's husband? Mm. What is the name of Queen Elizabeth II's husband? Question 12. How do British people refer to the London Underground Rail System? Oh, that's tricky. Mm. I mean, I used to live there, so it's not too tricky for me, but mm, that's a head-scratcher, that one. Okay, sports fans, let's have a round for you people. Oh, no. (laughs) We've got to cater for everybody. Mm -hmm. Question 13. Question 13. Where is the famous lawn tennis championship held in the United Kingdom? Okay. Famous Mm -hmm. lawn tennis championship. Mm -hmm. Where is it held? Mm -hmm. Question 14. Question 14. When was the last time the UK hosted the Olympic Games? Right, okay, yeah, got that one. And for a special bonus question, what city was it mostly held in? Okay. Mm. And finally, mm-hmm. question 15 How many players are there in a cricket team? Oh, your dad would be proud of that question. Oh, yeah, he'd know straight away. And mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, would, yeah. Okay, quizzes. That's your lot. Just a little flavour of what it's like to take part in a pub quiz. No cheating. No googling. No, no, no googling. Um, We'll give out the answers in next week's episode. In the meantime, you can send your answers to us and we'll see who our top scorers are with the potential for 16 points. 16 whole points. Mm. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. We mentioned the British singer Adele earlier, and we know a lot of you enjoy her music. Today's idiom can be found in the lyrics of one of her songs, and the song's called Rumour Has It. Bless your soul, you've got your head in the clouds. If you say that someone has their head in the clouds, you are saying that they are perhaps not quite in touch with reality. Lovely singing, by the way. Oh, thank you. Mm. If they've got their head in the clouds, they're unaware of a problem. Wrapped up in their own thoughts and not really taking any notice of the world around them. It's a criticism of someone, though it might be done with affection. Maybe a child is daydreaming and you say to them, Oh, you've got your head in the clouds today, haven't you? (laughs) You could use the same expression, but just expressed more strongly towards an adult who you think is being illogical or even delusional. If the Prime Minister thinks that people want to retire at 70, he's got his head in the clouds. (laughs) The expression appears to have been in use since the 1600s, so I think it's one that's definitely worth learning. 
because I reckon it looks like it's here to stay. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. And whether you're a new listener or a regular subscriber, why not get in touch with us with those quiz answers? Mm -hmm. You can email us at properenglish or one word at sapo.pt or you can ask us questions on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook if you have them in your country. And don't forget to tell everyone you know about us, friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And make sure you like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. Oh, and each team has to come up with a... (laughs) (laughs) Come on, come on. Oh, and each team has to come up with a... Good... (laughs) Oh, dear. Absolute rubbish.